nine o'clock at night on Sunday. <laughs> me and me and me and Becky, we're here. It is a horror themed episode because of Candyman. So we're gonna go down a little rundown, and we have a very exciting announcement to make for September and October. Um, we're just gonna talk about firstly what we've been up to this weekend and why we're potting so late because there is a reason, but it'll still be out in time for today, which is Labor Day. Um, and because it is Candyman, we're just going to talk about horror movie news, a little bit of what we watched, review the new Candyman that was supposed to come out like two years ago, but, you know, at least it's not eternally delayed. So that's good. And then we asked y'all this week if we were to put together a horror cup, aka similar to the World Cup, if y'all would be down. Overwhelmingly, yes, y'all want us to do the horror cup. So we have eight groups which will be announced today to get ready for the Horror Cup qualifying for the actual Horror Cup. It is your boy, The Sweet Keeks, and we have a special guest on the podcast that always comes on when we talk about horror. It is my beautiful wife. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Very good evening. <laughs> we are, um, we, we, we just got done. We were in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. It was my dad's birthday, and he bought us tickets to go to... Uh, BYU, local uh, college, they played football against Arizona at the new uh, Raiders Stadium in Las Vegas. So we are a little pooped, so to speak, but we're here, we're, we're ready, we're ready. What did you think of the stadium, Las Vegas? How was the weekend for you and everything else? It was amazing. Um, as we've talked about on the podcast before, Kiko and I met in Las Vegas. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I just like always forget. It's always like such an obscure thing that like even I forget sometimes. It's so random, but it's so us. Yeah, so um I love I love being back there anytime I can be back there, especially being back there with you. So it was fun. Um we got a little bit of shopping in, but we have a tight budget now. So mm-hmm. we did not spend what I thought we would be spending. Um we just we're really good at saving, which I was proud of us for. Yeah. I needed a new winter coat, and we were at Buffalo Exchange because Becky had a bunch of clothes that she was just like, well, we're just going to see if they'll buy any of them off of us. It's similar to Plato's Closet, where if you bring them your old clothes, they'll go through and like pay you money for the clothes that they want to sell. And I found a super nice Columbia jacket for like 28 bucks, and a University of Hawaii retro like Rainbow Warriors hat for 12 bucks. So I don't need to buy a $250 winter coat, and now I have a great University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors hat. All for trade-ins. All for trade-ins, yeah. So kind of free. Yeah, free. Totally. Um, (laughs) I think I just got like a new PJ shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Becky loves PJ shirts. All I wear in the home and oftentimes outside of the home is like triple XL shirts that are soft and comfy. And so I found a Nike running shirt in this teal color that I look great in. And I used to have another shirt that was that color. I don't know why I got rid of it, but I've been on the hunt to find one in that color. The second I saw this shirt at Plato's Closet or wherever the heck we were, Buffalo Exchange, I knew that that would be my Las Vegas souvenir. Literally, if you see us at 1030 at night or later at a grocery store, Becky is wearing a red uh, Scouts t-shirt. Boy Scouts of America. Yes. Or um, occasionally, the other 20%, she's wearing this ultra big uh, bootleg polo t-shirt. 
that's yep. a triple XL. Yep. But it looks great. It all looks great on her, of course. Of course. Ah, I like <laughs> a nice little kiss through the microphone. I like the confidence. We love the confidence. Um, but yeah, Vegas, the new stadium is very nice. So that was cool, too. That was cool, yeah. yeah. And BYU won. So Becky works at BYU. That's a plus, right? I don't yeah. know. We don't really care. I don't know. I was proud of the Cougars. Go Cougars. Go Wildcats. Rock, oh, that was rock, the other rock. one, actually. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. The other ones are the Wildcats. Yeah. Is it essentially the same animal? Yes. Oh, it is. I don't know. I okay. They're all wildcats. Yeah, we are all wildcats. Uh, go wildcats. Okay, East High School. Um, now we don't have a lot of movie news because honestly, like it's horror themed. So we found some pieces of horror movie news that actually I thought were pretty interesting. They're rebooting Paranormal Activity. I believe there are six Paranormal Activity movies, so it's coming exclusively to Paramount Plus. Do you like the Paranormal Activity movies? They're fine. Um, I like the, I think it's Paranormal Activity 3. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, first and the third one are, are like, actually really good. Really cool. Yeah. I think the third one's good. I don't know. I'm a big, like, I mean, you can go into the worst horror movie for me and still have a great time. With oh, it. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, they'll just do the whole found footage thing, which is great. I'm a sucker for found footage. As y'all will probably see in our horror bracket, Paranormal Activity is in one of the groups. So we'll go over those a little bit later. The next thing is Fetty Alvarez, the director of The First Don't Breathe, is directing a Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot coming to Netflix. Um, Have you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I honestly don't remember. I've seen it on a plane. Yeah, I just, I forget so many movies that I've seen. I don't remember, like, anything about them. The cool thing about the first one is it's very low budget, so it feels very gritty and very raw, almost as if it were filmed on, like, a family video camera. I th- Haven't we watched it together? I feel like we watched it on a plane, didn't we? I don't remember. I definitely watched it on a plane. I so. thought we maybe we watched it together in I Arkansas. I think we did. I don't remember. Yeah. There's, like, there's like eight, because they've rebooted it three times. Yeah. You just can't match the original style of the first one. But Fetty Alvarez, pretty pretty, pretty solid horror director. So there's hope that it's good. Totally. And those are our little bits of movie news. Not a, I don't know, not a whole lot going on in horror, but it's always great when you hear about new things in horror. Uh, Last Night in Soho, the new movie by, what is his name? Uh, Baby Driver, director. I didn't see that one. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world director. I don't know. Oh, Spencer's going to hate me for forgetting his name. But anyways, uh, his new horror movie of Last Night in Soho debuted at Venice Film Festival. So, big fingers crossed. Edgar Wright. There it is. Edgar Wright's new movie, Last Night in Soho, debuted too. So Cool. That comes out in October, like the 22nd, I think. Nice. Becky will probably be on the podcast to review that one. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Okay, so speaking of horror movies... Uh, I watched He's All That this week on Netflix, the new Addison Ray movie. Wait, tell us about it. I did not watch it, and I was so curious. I turned it on because everyone was talking about how bad it was. It it truly, it's written by some 51-year-old dude. Oh, no. So it, it's essentially like, if you're a 51-year-old dude who knows nothing about high school, and you're trying to write a story about what high school is like right now, that's what it is. And it's the exact opposite of what high school would be like right now. That sounds horrifying. It's It truly is 
a whole new level of just bad filmmaking. Mark Waters directed it. He's directed some, like, he directed Mean Girls. He directed Freaky Friday. Some classic movies for us. But this this was so bad. Mm. Addison Ray. I mean, look, girl. I I love that you're giving it the old college try. But um, let's be one and done. It was a bust. Yeah. Did you watch any of it with me while I was I watching didn't. it? I didn't. No. Oof. Not good. But like a fun hate watch. So I'd give it like a D. I love that. Slash, like, spoiled, but also sweet. Like, you could probably sour then. It's probably like a D sour. If you're looking for something bad to watch, yeah, watch it. Totally. Some Every once in a while you do. Every once in a while you are looking for something bad to watch. You just mm-hmm. want to hate watch something because you're angry and upset and angsty. It really does cheer you up. I was talking with someone, I don't remember who it was on Instagram, but we were talking about, like, how you just need to watch, like, The Kissing Booth 3 sometimes to We've... really appreciate how good your life is. We've never watched any of those. Have we? No, we haven't. But yeah. like movies like that. Oh, okay. I'm so unaware of pop culture. <laughs> like so unaware of anything cool happening. Like I know nothing. I don't know why either. Because I feel like you would know. Like you're very like good at keeping up with like clothing trends. So I just imagine that you're good with all other trends. Well, yeah. Fashion's cool and interesting. I don't really care oh, about random other like I don't know. I'm just old. You were kind of, I mean, you kind of, I've always like, I remember even when I was like seven, I would watch Access Hollywood or like Ebert and Roper. I don't know why. I've just always been drawn to this kind of stuff. It fascinates me. You you keep me relevant. That's, I do. That's how it goes. I, if, if both of us loved it as much as you loved it, like we would get in fights all the time, I bet, because we'd probably have different views. Oh, maybe. So we just kind of balance each other out. That's a great point. That's a great point. Mm, one more. Okay. Uh, so there we go. That's it. And then the last thing that we have been watching a lot this week to get ready, September 22nd, the new season of Survivor comes out. They released all of the casting information, which um, me and Spencer Davis, that has been on the podcast a couple of times, and our friend Mike are doing a Survivor pad- podcast called A Bag of Rice and Beans. And the first episode comes out Tuesday, September 7th. We are also on Instagram as Bag of Rice and Beans Podcast, so go give us a follow. And listen to the episode. This week we're talking about our favorite players, giving a little rundown. And then the following week we'll be going over the cast, giving our full breakdown, and doing a draft of it. Baby, Survivor. Have you enjoyed Survivor? I feel like you're fairly new to it. What do you think of Survivor that we've been watching it more lately? I love Survivor. I think it's fantastic. I never in a million years would ever be paid enough money to be on that show. (laughs) Ever. None of it is desirable for me. Like, I, if you make it on the show when you apply, which astounds me because you hate hiking and you hate being outside. But if you make it on the show, I will be in the resort. (laughs) You can do the Survivor thing. And... I'll be hanging out with Jeff Probst while you're starving. <laughs> oh my gosh. We were like, there's, we're watching uh, Gen Gen Z, Gen X versus millennials. And one of the millennials, like, like Jeff says a word that she says in the episode and she just geeks out and he kind of calls her out on, not calls her out, but is like, where, where are you laughing? Like, why are you smiling? She says, I never imagined you would say something that I would say on the show. And that would be me. I would, I, so I tore my Achilles in June and we have been like docu- video documenting every step of the process so I can get a killer, killer video set up. 
I mean, my two goals in life, I could take either one. Be a film producer or just go on Survivor and be a producer and make Survivor the rest of my life. I'd be very fine with either one. And I would be fine with either yeah. one as well because that would mean that we would go to cool places. True. Because honestly, like, I, I make it to the merge. That's all I want to do. Make it to the merge. Then once, you, once you're at the merge, baby, you're, you're, playing with how, you're playing with house money. Playing with house money. So that's all I want. Yeah, it just takes a lot to get there. And it's just, we, in Vegas, it was really hot. And I was just so, like, uncomfortable. And so thinking of just having, like, nothing for comfort and doing that out of a choice is just so foreign to me. Yeah, but it's it's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I hate the outdoors. I'm allergic to everything outside. But maybe magically I won't be allergic to anything in Fiji. Yeah, maybe. So, Survivor 43, maybe I'll be on there. Who knows? But a bag of rice and beans. Give us a follow. Give us a listen this Tuesday, September 7th. And every Tuesday after that, we will have new, what we call days instead of episodes, just like we do takes here. So. Very creative. I'm really, I'm really excited to see what y'all have done with that one. We, we, like, we have a group chat that is, like, blows up every day for at least, like, 15, 20 minutes. We're just nonstop back and forth talking about, like, our drafts, getting the draft order ready. So we're excited. We're very, very ready. We're very excited. Um, But now it's on to the review. The Candyman review. We've, this has been like a good, this has been a well-paced podcast. I like the horror aspect. It's nice, make us very, very focused. So Candyman, directed by Nia DaCosta, written by her and I believe Jordan Peele, stars Yaya Abdul-Mateen and Tiana Paris. Basically, it's about 20 years, 30 years after the original Candyman. Mm-hmm. And a struggling artist is trying to find inspiration when he stumbles upon the mythos of Candyman. Mm-hmm. And he goes down the rabbit hole and it does inspire his art. Whether that's for good or for bad, he finds out along the way in the movie. Now, uh, what did you think of Candyman? I don't, okay, first thing before you go. I don't like that they just use the same titles for these movies. Like, Halloween 1977 has to be Halloween 1977 because there's also a Halloween 2018. I agree. I It's lazy. It's lazy filmmaking. Don't just, like, I don't know. Yeah, give us something. Maybe, maybe like, Candy Boy. Candy... Oh, Candy Men. Candy Men. Hey. Oh, that's kind of a spoiler, but yeah, it could work. That would work great. It's better. It is better. So, I agree with you. I think that it's, it's frustrating and... It's not the exact same thing. It's like a little extension, a little side story, a little, hmm, what's the name? When it's one after the other? Sequel. Sequel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so brain dead. All I could think of was syllabus because (laughs) last week was syllabus week with all of my students. Oh, yeah. Happy first week of uh, teaching. Thank you. You mainly research, but. You get to teach every so often. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's it's a blast to be able to hang out with um like fantastic students who are eager to learn. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Which that's not straying away from Candyman because uh Yaya Abdul, Abdul Mateen's character goes to a college. So Really? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he goes to the college to like check out the tapes of the original lady that was investigating Candyman. Oh my goodness, you're right. Okay, yeah, that's true. I promise she watched the movie with me. No, I just have yeah. such a terrible memory. Oh, that's a I good point. really have a bad memory. Um, 
about like almost everything in life. It's <laughs> awful. And especially movies. I don't know why I just don't remember them. They just like are in my short term memory and that's it. And then I forget like everything. So I can watch a movie and then go like six months and watch it again and think I've never seen the movie before. Here's the thing though. I will say that like some movies are just forgettable. Yeah. Like some like Candyman. I think that goes a testament to Candyman. The, the movie is a perfectly fine movie for the first two acts. And then when the third act gets there, you're there and you think, what happened to the other like 20 to 30 minutes? Did I miss something? Because it feels very abrupt to how it transitions over to the third act. I agree. It is very abrupt. And I think that there were a lot of ideas that were really interesting with this. But what is kind of like kind of terrible, a curse of being um, like a good director and a good storyteller is I had high expectations for Jordan Peele since he was a part of this process. And I just don't think that the story um, was clean. I don't think that it like there were a lot of loose ends and a lot of really weird things involved that went nowhere. And I just thought there was a much better way to tell this story. And I don't know why we didn't go that way. Specifically, I think the weirdest aspect of the movie is the way that Yahya Abdul-Mateen's character is introduced to Candyman is through Tiona Paris's brother. And we realized that it would have been better had he just gone to where he believes he was from or had he stumbled upon the mythos himself instead of someone else like trying to tell him because the brother telling him about it really does not influence the story whatsoever. No, it doesn't. And the brother's in it like all the time basically as kind of like um what's the what's the thing where you're against someone? Antagonist? Not entirely, but like he like he's very negative the entire time basically even from the beginning about um like the relationship between the two characters. And so it's just so so bizarre. That he's mm-hmm. the one who introduced it. It just, it it makes no sense. It could have been an interesting twist had they like pulled it off in a good way. But now it, it doesn't really go anywhere. And there's there's this whole conversation about the mythos of Candyman involved. And right at the beginning, you know who it is. Yeah. So even from the trailer, like I don't know if they're trying to make it a secret. But it, it did not work unfortunately no not at all if you well i think the problem is if you've seen the original candy man then you knew like you knew what this story was going to be Mm -hmm. like the second you saw the trailer it all made sense and um they didn't even try to stray from that a little bit um but i think what was more difficult is they could have just made it like more interesting or more no, but here's the thing. I, I do know. think that they made it. There there were certain as, aspects of the story that were interesting, but there's, they're extremely overshadowed by the aspects that are not as interesting. Amen. And yeah. what I would say is I think the direction is very solid. I think the acting's really good. I think a lot of the cinematography works really well. There's a great use of mirrors through, throughout the movie that like sets up a lot of suspense. There are a lot of very suspenseful things. Scenes. If you're a fan of thor- horror, I think you're going to really enjoy going in there, getting some good scares, but it's not going to give you much more than that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a beautiful movie to watch. Like, it, it's very, 
it's very well thought out um, in terms of whoever was the director of photography. Um, and it was well thought out in terms of like the filters that were used and the different sets and like all of that was really, really cool. It was just the storytelling that I have beef with. Yeah, it just it, it, it just wasn't as fluid in that third act. First two acts, though, are like pretty decent. I think overall I'd give it a B minus and it's sour because it's it's very gory. And especially I tore my Achilles and a dude gets his Achilles like ripped out of his leg. <laughs> and that was very triggering, right? Like I, I had to look away. That that was very tough to watch. Yeah, I'd give it a C plus. Oh, shoot. Okay. Okay. I can't in good conscience give it a B because I just, this story bothered me that much. Like I left and I was just like really annoyed because I felt like I did not get closure in some aspects and I hate that I hate whenever a movie or TV show like introduces things that seem like they're gonna go somewhere interesting but they're never revisited it drives me crazy I just like dwell on it okay so another thing that I I really like about what they did with Candyman is they turned Candyman into kind of an anti-hero which I really liked. I thought that was really yeah, cool that that's, was really cool. and that's actually a pretty pro like prominent theme throughout is how Candyman is set up to be this villain in the first movie, but then you get more backstory to who Candyman is, and that actually works really, really well. For sure. Um, some of the sweets, McKay Tupo, Dot Tupo says, B-, minus, which I think is pretty, pretty spot on. Samuel H. 10 says, too short, the story needed more for the transition to feel legit. I liked it, though, 7 out of 10. Hmm. So I, th- I think a lot of what we said was kind of what Samuel H. 10 says, is it, it needed just a touch more, um, overall, y'all said that it was sour too. So, you know, I think a seven or a B minus C plus is probably a sour is the great from the sweets, I would imagine. Yeah. If you were to go see it. So if you like horror, give it a chance maybe. Yeah. I think so. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's fun to go and it's fun to go to the movies and see different things. So I enjoy it and I think it's worth going to. For sure. Mm -hmm. It's just not like it's not one where you leave thinking that was the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Nia DaCosta actually is directing the Marvels, which is Captain Marvel 2. So I think actually I think she's she did a solid job. I think the script is what needed the most work, but she did a great job with what she was given in the script. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now is the time to unveil our... World Cup qualifying groups. How this is going to work. If none of y'all have ever watched the World Cup, right now, actually, is World Cup qualifying. So every continent, every region, has a certain amount of teams that each that will come out of each region. How we are going to do it is we have eight groups, or eight different regions, with six different movies in it. And the top four movies from each group will go into the World Cup in group A through H, and then they will play out, and that will be through all of October. So September will be qualifying. Each group, starting Tuesday, September 7th, is going to be put up onto our story, similar to March Movie Madness, and we're going to narrow it down to get our Horror Cup champion. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> as, as my uh, uh, laptop was not on mute, so everyone just got a big ding. My dad is texting us about his... Credit score. We had a lot of conversations today. Random conversations. Love that. Credit score being one of them. 
Okay, I'm gonna read off the first. I'm gonna read off Group A, which every if if none of y'all have watched soccer or understand groups, the grouping in soccer is you get a certain amount of groups. Each team plays each other once. Then the top, I think I believe two to three in each group moves on for hours. Top four will move on, and out of the eight groups, normally there are one or two that are the group of death. Group A and our horror cup and our horror cup qualifying is the group of death. It is Halloween, Evil Dead, Candyman from 1994, The Grudge, The Sixth Sense, and The Shining. Out of this, out of these, do you have any that you think um, move on handily? Which which four do you think move on? Halloween. Yep. Um, Evil Dead. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know how many people have seen Candyman. I think if people yeah. had seen Candyman, I think it would move on. I just don't know how many have seen it, especially when you compare it to The Grudge or The Sixth Sense. Like those are what every like middle school kid has like a sleepover and watch you know the grudge or the sixth sense so there's kind of like some nostalgia there i i kind of get that vibe with evil dead i think evil dead is one of the great classic like horror horror comedies ever made but i think it's halloween the sixth sense the shining i actually think evil dead is moving on i don't think the grudge is going to move on um shouts out to uh brooklyn underscore robbins who suggested Sixth Sense, because I don't think I had it in there. And so that was a great reminder that, uh, yeah, the Sixth Sense is one that needs to be to put M. Night Shyamalan on the map, and he's made a lot of movies based on the fact that that is his potential. It's a great horror. Yeah, it's a fun one. Mm-hmm. I The thing that sucks is with my memory, I can't be honest and say that I actually remember what that movie is about. I think I remember the catchphrase, but I think I'm... Oh, I was mixing it up with Signs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, okay. is Signs a horror movie? Signs is not in this, but you could classify Signs. as There are just so many more that I think are better. Uh, do you want to go over Group B? Yeah, I'll go over Group okay. B. Okay, so first of all, we have Cabin in the Woods. Then we have Get Out, The Babadook, The Conjuring, Jaws, and Happy Death Day. Um... As one especially in this one, shouts out to K.Annie.Elwood because Happy Death Day, great new, like, very beginner horror movie that's fun to watch. It's so fun. I love Happy Death Day. Mm -hmm. Second one, not as great, but still solid. Yeah. This is a pretty tough group, too. I love Get Out, so for me, Get Out moves on. Absolutely. I think Jaws moves on because that's super popular. The Conjuring also. That fourth spot is going to be tough. Yeah. A lot of people mentioned the Babadook. Underscore Nick Frazier mentioned the Babadook. Um, I think also uh, Spencer Davis. Yeah, Spencer Davis also mentioned Babadook. So I think it's well-liked in a certain sphere, but I don't know as much out of it. It is. I I don't know that I would have ever classified Jaws as horror, but like now that I think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, there's there's scary vibes about a shark eating people. Well, and we'll have to define horror some way because it, it's very, I mean, even Happy Death Day is like horror, but it's like a slasher. Yeah. So there's different subgenres 
Jaws could be like a monster movie. You know, you've got like this okay. thing chasing okay. you and you've got to get away. Yeah. Also, just to let y'all know, um, we listed 48 movies and put them in a randomizer and then in groups of six just grouped them. So that's how they would do it in a Champions League in the World Cup. You just get randomized and you hope that you're in a good group. I mean, the thing is, is there are so many good horror movies that this is just, this is going to be intense. Mm-hmm. This is going to be really fascinating to see which move on from each group. Group C is The Omen, Suspiria, which is the 2018 Suspiria. Okay. okay. Uh, the Strangers, which that that's 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 a 15, 16 year old me classic. Mm-hmm. Saw, 28 Days Later, and Psycho. This is the. Uh, gosh, whoever moves to the group stage just gets smoked. Yeah. In, in the qualifying, in the actual horror cup. I'm going to put The Strangers, Saw, 28 Days Later, and Psycho. I think those are the four that move on. That's what I would have guessed, too. I don't. I just don't think enough people have seen Suspiria. I think so, too. Or I, The Omen. I don't remember who said The Strangers, but someone mentioned The Strangers. Tupo mentioned Suspiria. Suspiria 2018 is an incredible watch. Unreal. It's got a great soundtrack uh, by Tom York, who's the lead singer of Radiohead. Mm-hmm. And it's it's worth checking out if you like horror. Pretty dark, pretty gross, but, but very cool. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. But do you think kind of similar ones move on? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, so group D, we have Friday the 13th, The Fly, Creep, Hellraiser, The Exorcist, and Carrie. What do you think? Who do you think? Who do you think comes out of this one? I mean, Creep better come out of this one. I also think Friday the Thirteenth should, and The Exorcist. I, uh, I don't know how many people have seen the other ones. Honestly, so T Free Film su- suggested Creep, and I was pretty on the fence of including Creep because it it definitely is a niche watch. But I think if you've watched it, you like it. I think Creep moves on. The Exorcist moves on. Uh, I think a lot of people have seen the Friday the 13th mm-hmm. and I'm going to put the fly because I love the fly. It's disgusting. And I, 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 I really like the fly, Jeff Goldblum. And I was going to choose Hellraiser as the fourth, but I know how much you hate that movie. I hate it, but I would love to see Hellraiser move on just because I think it's disgusting. Yeah, and would you break. hate it. You hate that movie. Uh, Cronenberg with the fly. I think it's a, it's, it's an interesting watch. Uh, group E is The Silence of the Lambs. Thanks. Shouts out to Maddie Murphy. Thank you for uh, suggesting this one. Oh, I also did not have this one on there, so I had to, I had to add it in. Uh, Children of the Corn, It Follows, which was selected by quite a few people. The Thing, Rosemary's Baby, and A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, Silence of the Lambs, The Thing, <sighs> Rosemary's Baby, and I think just by name... I don't know. I think It Follows has a good following. I was going to say Nightmare on Elm Street, but I think It Follows gets gets the win. Well, and definitely, like, that's more for kind of, like, the younger generation. Mm-hmm. They're more familiar with It Follows. Also, shouts out to Sid Sorensen for Nightmare on Elm Street for the suggestion. Nice. There was a lot of people, like, y'all like horror. It was very, very comforting to know that y'all like horror. Very cool. Yes. What do you think? Who do you think moves on? Um, Probably... Uh, it follows Rosemary's Baby. That's a 
Silence of the Lambs. Um, and I, I'm going to say Children of the Corn. Oh, you don't think the thing moves on? I'm I'm not going to I don't think the thing's going to move wow, on. Wow, I love the thing. You do. Wow, that that that's an A+. Plus. That's an A+. Plus. Um, okay, Group F. What's Group F? So we've got A Quiet Place, It, the new ones. The new one. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Do, do we need to specify that one? The first one? Yeah, the, the first one. Okay. <laughs> Train to Busan, Trick or Treat, and Scream. This one has a lot of kind of hidden gems in it, I would say. Mm-hmm. Especially in Trick or Treat and Train to Busan. They're very popular in horror community, but mm-hmm. outside I don't know how much. Who do you think moves on? Probably It, uh, Scream, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I mean, I I gotta admit, I've never seen A Quiet Place. I'm not interested, but I think that that's probably I've I've heard a lot of people talk about A Quiet Place, so I think that's probably one that will move on. I I also agree. You know, you've got to throw in like the specialties, though. You've got to throw in stuff like Train to Busan, because that that's how you get that cred, baby. Scream. Uh, I think I literally think it was mentioned by like five different people to include Scream. We had just watched it for the first time last year. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Uh, Yo Adrily, Yo Adrily selected it. Someone else said that like, oh yeah, uh, Jamie Elk also suggested it. Um, shouts out to Chuck e- Chuck underscore EP. He suggested the thing, and I think that's a really good addition. Uh, also, the Jace Goodwin said I absolutely have to watch the Scream movies every year. So. Love that. There's like two or three more people that mention Scream. So I think those are move on to. Group G, this is going to be a good group. This is a very interesting group. We have The Witch, Let the Right One In, Coraline, The Ring, Paranormal Activity, and Night of the Living, Living Dead. Mm. This one, so I love, Yo Adrily shouts out for suggesting Coraline. I think that's a really cool addition. It's a kid's movie, but it's terrifying. Yeah. I think The Witch moves on. That was also extremely popular. A bunch of people mentioned The Witch. Coraline moves on. The Ring and Paranormal Activity. Okay. I really hope that The Witch moves on. I know that that one, for some reason, was polarizing. And some people think it's scary and some people don't think it's scary. Because it's not a typical horror. Um, I hope it moves on. I mean, it's like my favorite movie all time behind Lord of the Rings. So let's got to cheer that one. I also love Let the Right One In. I hope that that one moves on. I don't know that a lot of people have seen it, um, but I would hope that it moves on. Swedish vampire movie. Yeah. So I'm sending good juju for that one. Um, And then I think, yeah, I would say The Ring and Paranormal Activity. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. I really like that. Man, that's that's a, I I hope Let the Right One In moves on, but this, this is a strong group. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. So lastly, we have Group H, and Group H is Insidious, Alien, Poltergeist, The Blair Witch Project, Evil Dead 2, and Hereditary. I think Hereditary was the most suggested of all of the horror movies. I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if it's recency bias, but a good friend and interviewer, interviewee on the podcast, Nick Rush, suggested it. So, but I mean, I, I love Hereditary. I think that moves on. Who do you think moves on? Then I'll give my... Hereditary, Blair Witch, Insidious. Um, I think the fourth spot is pretty up in the air. Uh, I mean, if if people have seen Evil Dead 2, then I would say that that'll move on. I just don't know how many people have actually seen the Evil Dead movies. 
See, and that's one that I feel like if you watch horror, Evil Dead 2 is one of the most underrated sequels. Yeah. There aren't a lot of sequels in horror, and when there are, they're bad. This is the only sequel to a horror movie on here because it's the only one that's actually worthy of being on the list. And it's good. Yeah. So I, I think it's Insidious, Alien, Blair Witch Project, and Hereditary. Okay. Sorry, Evil Dead 2. I know that. Ah, you know what? No, I want Evil Dead 2, Alien, Blair Witch Project, and Hereditary to move on. Okay. Yeah. Now, looking at all of these, we've got our groups. Who do you think, give me two movies that you think have the best chance of winning or meeting in the finals. Mm, that's a really, really good question. Let me tell you mine. Yeah, yeah, tell, tell me yours. So I think Halloween makes it. Because that's a, I mean, ev- everyone knows Halloween. It might be the quintessential horror movie. Like, that, that, that's it. If you think of a horror movie, it's Halloween. I think that's the first one you go to. Also, one that I think is a very good chance is one of these PG-13 ones between either A Quiet Place or The Ring. Hmm. Everyone has seen A Quiet Place. So I think for Except most people for voting. lovely wife. I know. But you, as much as I say this, you are, I think, the exception and not, you know, I like standard. being the exception. I love that. I think you also are, too. I love that. I just think most people have probably seen it. <laughs> no, I agree. I think everyone's seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just miss the train, though. You know what I mean? Uh, I just, I have, I have issues with if people like things, then chances are I'm probably not going to like it. Oh just because I'm an angsty teenager who won't grow up. I lo- <laughs> <laughs> My, okay, that goes to another conversation we'll have another time. Um, okay, so who do you, who do you think then? Okay, so I'm just going off of context clues from what you said. So I'm thinking Hereditary is going to make it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that makes it far. Um, So I'm going to go Hereditary and um, we, need a, we need a classic on there too. So I'll go, I'll go Hereditary and Halloween. Okay, Double H. Double H. Yeah. They're honestly... I'm not even kidding when I say this. I think half of the movies on this list have a chance to win. Oh, for sure. I think The Exorcist has a chance to win. I even think Alien has a chance to win. I think Hereditary does. I'd even say that Scream could have a chance to take it too. Oh, totally. Totally. I don't want to say this is the best bracket we've ever done because I think animated movies was, was like not peak of us doing brackets, but I think this is an amazing selection of 48 movies which, like we said, through September will be qualifying for the Horror Cup. Then in October, the Horror Cup will start. And for Trick or Sweet Volume 3, we will review the winner. Trick or Sweet always comes out on Halloween. Love it. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. I mean, horror is just so cool. You made a fantastic selection here. I think that everyone should collectively watch all 48 movies. Yeah. I, I actually, it's it's kind of like if you were to think of a list of horror movies you need to watch. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think we just created the the best list of horror movies to watch. You could literally start middle of September, watch one of these every single day till the end. Oh, that'd be so fun. That'd be a oh, great shoot. That October. might be a good. Because by the time we get to, oh my gosh, by the time we get to October, it'll be 32 movies. That's okay. weird. Okay, so then we just basically, we'll, we'll do the math later. <laughs> 
Once we get to October, we will have, before October, we will have the final 32 movies. Maybe we even just do 31 and one group has three. I think you have to do 31. I think so. Okay, so we, we might have to do that and figure it out. But this is the Horror Cup qualifying month of September. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah, same. Yeah, y'all heard our picks. Uh, we're going to post the graphic of this probably this today, Labor Day, or tomorrow, um, the 7th on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And y'all have fun with it. I can't wait to throw up the 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 matchups. We'll keep a running list of who's winning their group, and it'll be a great time. Yeah. Next take, we're going to review Shang-Chi. If y'all haven't, I have already reviewed Shang-Chi on the YouTube channel, so to get a peek of what we'll be talking about next take for Shang-Chi, uh, TC will be on here. And go go watch our YouTube channel, Sweet Film Talk. Subscribe, hit the bell. It's so it's so fun. <laughs> it's a fun place. I've I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been really fun to write these scripts and to get it all figured out. So uh, also subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars. Write us a nice little review. I don't know how I did not talk about this. What we were featured on Times Square. You were featured on multiple places on Times Square. Do we talk about this now or do we talk about it next week with Tanner? Talk about it next week with Tanner. Let's do it next week with Tanner. We'll talk about how we literally made it onto uh, billboards on Times Square from Twitter. Go follow our Twitter also. Sweet Film Talk. Yeah. Very easy. Yeah. Okay. Anything else from your end? Let's get creepy. Yeah. Let's get creepy. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. (laughs) Okay.